Welcome back to the House of Mario. Without further ado, the 8-bit big band, hit it. G'day everybody, I'm Drew Agnew and this is the House of Mario Encore. The, uh, you know, the backup podcast of the House of Mario. And this month, we are celebrating the Pokemon's 25th year anniversary. And here to talk all about that is a very special guest... Wacko Jacko, you'll be able to find him over on twitch.tv uh, slash Wacko Jacko, I believe. Underscore at the end. Underscore at the end. Don't miss the underscore, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, for goodness sakes. It is pretty important. Otherwise, you'll get some other Wacko Jacko, maybe. Yeah, oh, don't tell. Don't, don't, don't even bother. They're, they're just bots, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> is that why it's there? Could, could you not get yeah. Wacko Jacko? Yeah. No. That's, oh, that's always nah. a pain, yeah. Yeah. So, man, really excited to have you on. Uh, as, as soon as I was thinking about doing this sort of, uh, you know, Pokemon special month, you know, you're one of the first people that came to mind. We've had great conversations in the past about Pokemon. Mm-hmm. You've been on the House of Mario before. Yes. And I'm looking forward to, to getting into it. Hmm. I'm very flattered that you wanted to talk to me. So <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> yeah, excellent. Excellent. So uh, if anybody follows you on Twitter or whatever, they'll know straight away you are a very passionate uh, shiny hunter. Um, mm-hmm. I think like every day I turn on Twitter, it's always got like, oh, this took 2,000 eggs. Uh, yeah. Like, oh, mate, you have no idea. Like sometimes I believe it's unreal that I do get one every day. And it's just kind of like every day. How? Well, not really. I mean, sometimes like if it's every day, it's a Pokemon that's under 300 eggs because usually... <laughs> It takes about three hours to do 300 eggs, roughly, give or take. And, yeah, the amount of times I've gotten egg, uh, shinies under 300 eggs or even 100 eggs is just great. But, yeah, that's not always the case. You know, shiny yeah. hunting can take forever. It either happens straight away or maybe you'll be doing it forever. <sighs> yes, don't remind me. I've, I've got a current hunt for Feramosa in, in the Dynamax Adventure Dance, and it's been at least nearly 150 raids. And that mm. thing... Won't be the nice shiny that it is. That sucks. Oh, well. That's the the game you're playing. That's it. (laughs) It's a gamble. Yeah. (laughs) So I guess just to help people sort of figure out, you know, your Pokemon tastes and uh, all of that, what, like, first start, how old are you and what were your, like, first games you started playing Pokemon? Uh, So I'm 28, so 1992 Mm -hmm. represent. Um, My first games, because my mum and dad bought, both of them, because me and my sister both had a DS. Mm-hmm. And so the first games we had were Diamond and Pearl. And then I remember also when I was after doing after uh, school work, I uh, was working at a grocery store, working at Foodland, good old Foodland, miss you, Foodland, <laughs> wish you were over here in Victoria, but anyway. <laughs> oh. So I saved up to buy Pokemon Platinum, yep. which, yeah, was a great investment. And yeah, I remember playing Diamond, Pearl, Platinum back in those days on the DSs. And yeah, it was. I guess ever since those days, I've always had that favorism to George Gen 4 because that was my first game. Yeah. And then, like, for some weird reason, I always went to the grass type. So Turtwig, obviously, was my first Pokemon. Yeah. And, yeah, it was so much fun those days. I miss those days of the small handhelds, but, yeah. It is weird going back, though. Like, I literally, I've got my DS eye uh, back there with a, a copy of um, Pokemon Platinum in it. And it was actually a copy that I got secondhand. So it's my second copy oh, of Platinum. Wow. Because I don't, like, these days, I don't like resetting my Pokemon games, and especially one that's uh, so old, I don't want to, like, erase that history now. 
So yes, yeah. I was thinking about going back and like plugging in that copy and playing through it again, but I thought I'll leave like the Sino adventure for most likely at the end of this year because you know yeah. it's, it's probably going to happen. Um, yeah, we uh, yeah. Exactly. But like holding holding a DSi now, it feels so small. It feels ridiculously small. Yeah, it's compared to a, a Switch now as well. But like, oh yeah, the Switch, what does it, <laughs> the Switch is massive. How's it compared to a light though? Like, because the light's a bit smaller, isn't it? Again, yeah, the the light's still very big compared to you know a DS. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean the thing is though, because like with Ultra Sun Ultra Moon, I remember because I had also the the new 3DS XL, and mm. that thing felt huge. Yeah, but, I guess they, I guess, I guess they cool, work. Though. They work and yeah. compared to it, yeah. So but, uh, yeah, mine mine got mine got stolen. So we will. Uh, oh. Yeah. Where to get stolen at school? On on a train. On oh, a train, huh? Yeah. That anyway, whatever. It's fine, I guess. Enjoy <laughs> your DS, that person who stole it. Did you have any good Pokemon on there? Was it worth it for him? Uh, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> yeah, enjoy my level uh, 14 Chimchar. Or... Pl- Actually, no, I don't know what I had on that game. It would have been, would've been um, uh, what's it called from Gen 7, the third evolution, grass evolution. Skeptile. The the... No, 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 no. Gen seven starter. I forget the name. Oh, Gen seven. Yeah, the the the, the, the Decidueye. Ghost bird thing. Decidueye. That one. That's the one. Yeah, I had the Decidueye. So the that's right, all I remember. The, the right choice. <laughs> yes, thank you, thank you. <laughs> and shout out to all those other grass fans. They always chose starters grass in their game. So yeah, yeah. It's the only way. I sort of, yeah, I sort of like fluctuate a little bit, but um, I guess going back to like you know Diamond Pearl and Platinum, like your first Pokemon games. You were born yep. in 92, so you actually got into Pokemon a little bit later than um, yeah. a lot of people. Like well, it, it's it, kind of funny. Yeah, go on. Oh, sorry. It wasn't so much of a like a childhood thing for you. It was more of like a teenager thing. Is that how that well, mass works out? <laughs> sort of. Yeah, kind of yes and no. So my first gaming console was a Nintendo, a Super Nintendo. Yep. Um, that was a blessed, uh, blessed console. But then <laughs> after, when I was about eight or nine years old, my mum and dad got me a PS2 for Christmas. So I was on Sony for a, quite a while, and then I didn't get the DS until oh, when was that? Gee, uh, two thousand and six, seven, maybe. And so it wasn't until then I was in- introduced to the handheld. Like I'd heard about the DSs, I heard about the Game Game Boys. Um, I missed out on the GameCube because I like hearing about the GameCube games back then. They were really mm. good, um, but yeah, I never got to experience it. So I guess. It was better late than never, to be honest. But yeah, yeah, it was, <laughs> it was kind of funny because, like, even growing up, I remember watching Pokemon the movies. You used to go to the library, hire the video, and watch it in the VHS system. And even like watching him when you wake up in the morning before you go to school. I remember watching on toasted TV or yeah, <laughs> and you used to watch the thirty minutes episodes in the morning before school and all that. So like, yeah, right. I watched, yeah. I consume, I consume Pokemon, but not in the video game way. So yeah, no, yeah. fair enough. Because it, it, I got into the anime and like all that stuff like years before I got into the video games as well. So yeah, I don't think that's um, such a weird thing. Because I didn't, yeah. I didn't actually know there were games until um, Ruby and Sapphire was getting advertised to come out. I remember like oh, some okay. of, some of my friends were like, "Hey, Drew, you're gonna get the new Pokemon games," and I just said, I, I said to them, "I'm like, yeah, like trying to act cool, <laughs> like yeah, I know, I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course I am." <laughs> And I, I had to like look into them. I'm like, oh, no, they're actual games because I I loved the, the um like the cards. Yeah. I loved the anime yeah. oh, especially. Yeah. Yes, I had like all I had like these plush dolls. I had books about all the Pokemon and that. But yeah, I never played the games. Um, I only had sort of 
I was sort of like into Digimon and like the Tamagotchis at the time, so they weren't quite as, uh, yes. they weren't quite as expensive as like a, a full Game Boy and a game to go along with yeah. it. Yeah, so mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I do remember those days of the Digimons as well. Like that was another thing too at school. Everyone had those little Digimons and the Yu-Gi-Oh links. I don't know if you remember them. No, I don't remember there the Yu-Gi-Oh like a, ones. No, uh, there was a little one where you connect to each other. It's like the Digimon ones. Anyway, <laughs> that was the thing though, because no one brought the Pokemon stuff. I remember there was probably one or two kids that brought cards, but no one was interested in the cards because oh, you've got a de- little technology item there. That's, they're more interested in the the sort of the technology things compared to the cards at that time. So yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. Uh, now that I'm thinking about it, actually, when I was a kid growing up, not many people I knew actually liked Pokemon because they're like, oh, oh, it's a Nintendo. Oh, you have to be a kid to like uh, Pokemon. I'm like, okay, yeah, righto. Yeah, okay, because I guess you were that like a couple of years older than me. I was born '94, so oh, I- you're younger than me. Oh, yeah, yes. flash. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I thought you were 40. <laughs> maybe 38. No. <laughs> old man Drew coming in. No, 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 you, no you don't look that old. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm the young buck around here, mate. Yeah. Yep. Run, I'm, the matu- I'm the mature guy. Yeah, yes. You're the mature guy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I, was in, I was in the age, I guess, where, you know, I was a kid. So if anyone's saying that's a kid thing, it's like, yeah, well, you know. I'm, you were a kid once. <laughs> I'm 10 years old. Give me a break, mate. <laughs> I, I, I want to play my Pokemon. Leave me alone. Yes, exactly. But sort of like going into high school, I remember in year eight when um, I was in year eight when uh, I wasn't actually. It was year seven <coughs> when um, Diamond and Pearl came out. And I, I remember thinking to myself, like, you know, it's time to like, you know, grow up a little bit, even though you're still 12. Like, come on. <laughs> Going on 13. Does everyone actually grow up? I think you stay the same all the way. Yeah. Yeah. No I, and uh, there was like, you know, this, I think I was in Target and I had a copy of Pearl. I was like, you know, mm-hmm. wait, waiting for mum to do a thing so we can go and check it out and go home. Yep. And uh, he, there was, yeah, the, the guy who was like considered a cool dude, he, he's, mm-hmm. he's like, he's like, hey, Drew, how you going? I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> so I like stuffed it behind like, you know, something on the rack. I'm like, you know, whatever. Then oh, I remember looking oh, at like a kid, eh? You were that kid, were you? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, you know. Oh. Then, then we're like, you know, set our ways. I went back and got it, and then went and yeah. bought it. And like th- thinking about that stuff now is just so ridiculous. Exactly. But yeah. anyway, it's, you don't. As a kid, you don't know nah. until you, you know after you realize, oh, I should be fine. It was just me doing my thing. I don't care what he thought I was doing. Yeah, especially like uh, a couple of years later, everybody mm. comes to that realization. Like, you know what? Pokemon is cool, Digimon cool, like whatever you're into as a kid, like you sort of like yep. get that nostalgia from two years ago and uh, mm-hmm. you just sort of get over it. Like we had a big group of us and, you know, we're all playing Wii and Smash Bros and Pokemon mm-hmm. and couldn't give a shit what people think. Um, <laughs> I know like a lot of people don't get that realisation until a lot later in life as well. So I'm glad that, you know, I didn't go all the way through high school and even into adulthood being like, oh, no, I've got to, I've got to be a man. I've got to go and, you know. <laughs> Got to go yeah. hunt with a bow and arrow. I can't be shitting playing more. <laughs> got, to, got to supply, you know, meat supply. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, sorts of words. If you had to pick one, or I'll make it a top three if that makes it easier. It uh, does. <laughs> what are some of your favorite Pokemon? Okay, well, I've already said one, Torterra. Uh, not Torterra, Totoic. Mm-hmm. Basically because it evolves into Torterra. So I'm going to cut that as one. Yep. Even though I said two. And then Joltik, because that thing is so yeah. heckin' cute. Nice, man. Yeah. And I don't know what third would be. I, it's, it's... This is the problem with this question, because... Yeah, it's, 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 it's a loaded question. Pokemon. 
supposedly, I think, if I remember correctly. 898. Someone was like, oh, that guy was wrong. It's actually 897. Uh, <laughs> I think, I don't know. Joltik, Torterra, Turtwig, and maybe, oh, probably Luxray, actually. Oh, yeah. It's hard because most of them are Gen 4. Like, mm. obviously, Joltik, obviously not, but Torterra, Torterra, it's either Star Raptor or Luxray. Yeah. I think it's hard because there's so many good ones in Gen 4 and you can't just like narrow them down. Uh, yeah. All right. Turtwig. <laughs> Turtwig. Star Raptor. Luxray. Oh, Joltik. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> just, uh... Luxray. Bustle Luxray. You can be Joltik because you're electric as well. So you can do Turtwig. It. Joltik. Luck and star up. Okay, there we go. Done. Solid. Oh. Sold. That's it. <laughs> hard, a hard question. You could. Do- it is so hard. Like, what's your top three? Can you narrow down three? I I can because I I actually spent like an hour or so the other day because I'm doing an episode where I'm actually going through my top twenty five favorite okay. Pokemon. Sure. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give them away okay. here yes, for that episode. Yep. Good idea. <laughs> but yeah. Um. I'm gonna. I'll I'll give you a couple. Uh, Heracross is one of my favorite Pokemon. Uh, absolutely love Heracross. Just a really yep. unique typing. He's strong. His design's cool. Uh, his Mega Revolution is really bad. I the think. shiny of it's good though. The shiny's pretty cool. Just like the deep purple. This looks really mm-hmm. nice. And uh, what's another one? Um, <laughs> this one. This one's a new one, but um, Appelin. Absolutely really love oh, yeah. Appelin. Because yeah. like uh, w- when the leaks happened for Sword and Shield, I was... You look at it, it's like, what the hell? There's an apple as a new Pokemon in this? But I, I still remember running into it. I'm like, hey, look, there's that apple. And like when the camera like swings around and you can see the back yep. of it and you see that, you know, apple is actually like a little caterpillar dragon thing that's just hiding yeah. in this apple. Then seeing its evolutions and like how just, I think it's just a really creative Pokemon. Cause it I, is, I, it is. I think especially in um, Gen 5, they get a rap just for being like, oh, this is the rubbish designs or whatever. But <laughs> I think, I think, oh, yeah. I think majority of them are like really creative in uh, what yeah. they do. You just, you just hit something there for me as well. Cause like you talked about, cause Gen 5 for me, cause I, after Pokemon Diamond, I got the Gen 5 games mm. and I remember playing that as a kid and I'm thinking, what are these designs? There's literally an ice cream. There's literally a rubbish bag. <laughs> There's literally a thing that's holding a still beam. And that's a Pokemon, apparently. <laughs> like Cockadur and all that, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, since I'm seeing them on Sword Shield, because most of the Gen 5 Pokemon are on Sword Shield, mm. I've come, a, I've kind of come around to them as well. And their shiny forms of them have kind of helped me like them a bit more. Yeah. And so. I, I find that helps a lot. Like, I, I remember looking at, um, like, Conkeldur, and I was like, oh, mm. I hate this thing. But sort of... Um, <laughs> but, like... The, when you actually play of them, you do sort of grow like a bit of a fondness towards them. Yeah, um, I guess, yeah. Sort of the warm up on you. But there, there's two designs in particular from Gen 5 that I still haven't warmed to, and that's Squawk and Throw, which are the, the, two, <laughs> the, the two karate men. And they're basically, you know, counters to in the uh, Kanto region with Hitmonlee and Hitmonchan. They're meant to be that, but, but they, they are awful. I hate them. I hate them with all my sh- being. Do you know what their shunners look like? I can't. I try to erase them from my mind. So. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, the sword goes like a slightly darker bluish purple, and the other one throw goes from a red to oh, I can't remember. I think it's a blue. But yeah, like I share the same thing. Like, mm. what? Are, what are they meant to be? They're just dudes in karate outfits. They're not even Pokemon. 
Yeah, no. There's there's something. They're, they're literally Muppets in a karate outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Muppets on steroids in a karate <laughs> outfit. <laughs> yeah, but like stuff like um, Vanilla Ite and stuff, I really like them. I don't think... Uh, yeah, originally I was the same, but like I like them now because they kind of make sense. And like when the games first came out, I remember seeing about all the criticism that everyone had towards Gen 5. Like, well, these designs are trash and then... I think, like you said, you have to once you have them in as your own Pokemon, you do grow onto them. So, mm. yeah, yeah, like yeah, definitely. Um, I also don't like uh, uh, in Gen Five. This is the, the other Pokemon that I really don't like. Um, to Pig's evolution, evolution. I'm trying. I, I forgot his um, forgot his name. Embor. Oh, Embor. 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 Yeah, <laughs> he sounds like this. He literally got, he's got this weird arm anim- animation, and yeah, it's how is that a fighting type? Yeah, because uh, sort of where it came from from me, like Generation Three was my first games. I really loved Blaziken, and uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, moving to the next generation with Infernape, another fire fighting type. I was like, you know what? It's kind of it's pretty much a clone of Blaziken, but I do another one. <laughs> I I do I do like like I do like Infernape. Then another generation Same. with a follow up fire fighting type. I'm like, pig. Oh. I was like, I was, I was sort of over it by then. <laughs> yeah, it's okay, guys. We don't need another firefighting. But then they give us um, uh, what should we call it from Gen Seven, and it's fighting. It's fire dark. Yeah. Um, Incineroar. Incineroar. Incin. Sorry, I was like <laughs> yeah. doing it. Not- <laughs> I love doing it. It's not sound on Smash. It's just. <laughs> Yeah. Incineroar, incineroar. It's like, okay, calm down, bro. Just chill. He's a wrestler. He's got to be amped up, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it's just weird that he's dark and not fighting. I think they just use that to disguise that. Obviously, he looks like a fighter, but yeah. I mean, he literally is a fighter, but... Yeah, he's, yeah. But no, he's dark, but no, he's a fighter. He's a dark fighter. <laughs> um. So... I think this is pretty obvious just from what we've talked about so far, but your favourite region in the Pokemon universe, the place you'd want to go and live if you had to go and live somewhere, where would you go? That's, you know, That's I mean, region. yeah. And it's kind of funny though because, like, if you think about the games that we've had since Sinnoh, like the town, the, the map layouts, like all the region layouts, they've all slightly gotten more dense because of the graphics and, like, mm. everything, like everything's gotten better. So the cities look better, the... um. The overworld looks better, but like Sinnoh looked was nice. Sinnoh was calm, or felt calm. It felt easy to navigate <laughs> around. Yep. Unless you got to Flame and Garantina's well, then it's like good luck. But <laughs> can I say Sinnoh, but minus Garantina's place? Because I guess be- I mean that's okay. technically a different dimension somewhere else. True. So True. it's not actually it at Sinnoh, you know? Yeah, the so port- Sinnoh, and like the the beach rest, the, no, the the battle restaurant. I think it's called the Battle Restaurant yeah. down Route Two Twenty Three. I think it is. Two... It's been a remember. long time. I cannot remember. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember the beach area as well because, like, there's a beach area where you used to go. You can fish for Gyarados. You could fish for I think Carvana as well as Remoraid or Artillery. Because I remember when you go to the Battle Restaurant, there's always you always battle. You always do a double battle. Yep. And there's always a couple there that had a Remoraid and an Artillery together. So I'm like, when I remember seeing Octillery, I'm like, oh, I want to go find that. And then, yeah, obviously you can find it down by the beach, which is near the restaurant. So, yeah. Yeah. That's always cool how they do, they introduce like that in the Pokemon games where, you yeah, know, 
you say, oh, that, that looks cool. And you know that just the way those games are designed, that they are somewhere near that Nearby. trainer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, enjoyed that. And what else do I like? Um, I guess just the, yeah, like I said, the simplicity of it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess because of the Gen 4 bias that I have, it's just, uh, why yeah. would I go anywhere else? No, no, it's exactly the same with me. Like like I said, Gen 3 was my first games. And you know, I, I just think about Holland so fondly as well. And mm-hmm. it's, one, it's one of those things where you can sort of never overpower nostalgia. And that's why a lot of people, you know, love Generation 1. That's why a lot of people love Generation 2. And as like, you know, Pokemon's not going away anytime soon, I'm sure there's people that feel that way about Kalos and Unova and all that as well. Galar. Yeah, the Galar region, which is... I, I really like the Galar region. I do well. too. I mean, people care about the trees so much. They're just trees. They're just there. You don't, they don't, you don't have to interact with them. You just look at them and just like, oh, yeah, there's a tree there. Yeah, that's cool. And then they just they care what they look like. They're just trees. Leave them alone. <laughs> hashtag free the trees. No. <laughs> free the trees. I'm sure that's a hashtag somewhere for maybe oh, a obvious. probably a topic that actually matters. Some environmental yeah. topic somewhere. <laughs> Team trees. I've got something like that probably. Yeah. So you, you're a big shiny hunter. We we sort of talked about that at the start of the episode. Yeah. When did you get into shiny hunting? Did you get into shiny hunting with the Dex Nav all the way back in Gen 4, or was it something a bit no. more recent? Very recent. So I blame uh, Pokemon Let's Go for that. Mm. Um, seeing how easy it was, like, you just catch 31 for best odds in a row, and that's it, essentially. So, and then also Pokemon Go was also another thing which made me do it more, because obviously with Pokemon Go, yeah, you're yeah. out there walking around, tapping and checking everything. So, um yeah, those two games essentially got me into it. And I thought, well, since I'm at it, I might as well shiny hunt in the new game. And yeah, it's shiny hunting in a full game for the first time because obviously people have shiny hunted in Gen 5, 7, 8, uh, sorry, Gen 7, 6, 5, mm-hmm. and so on. And obviously back in those games, they're a lot hard. Well, some of them were a lot harder, like 1 in 8,000 oh, yeah. chance without charm and all that. Um, but obviously now playing in this game, where they've actually made it easier since Gen 5 or 6, whatever it was. Um, it does make it a more enjoyable. So, yeah, I, I, I do like the shiny hunting in this new game. I like Specifically in the student method, because why would you bother going, running around, encountering everything when you can just put a Japanese ditto in the nursery with your, say, for example, uh, school bunny or whatever, and just... You know, test your luck, and you never know. That's and that's the one thing I like about shiny hunting. Like, it's something that you can, you probably could easily give up on, but it's something that you want to drive for, <laughs> yep. and you just something in your brain tells you to keep, keep going, keep going. It'll come, keep going, just keep going. Oh look, it's twelve o'clock at night, but just keep going. You might be the next egg. <laughs> but shiny hunting is just a full of mysteries. Like, you never know when you're going to encounter one. You never know when it's going to happen. And so, yeah, it's just, it's, it's kind of funny because I remember when my mum came over recently, she came and watched me play Pokemon (laughs) and she, the first thing she said to me, the first thing she said to me was, oh, are you winning? I'm like, oh my gosh, how do I explain this? Mum, you Uh, never win. You never win. (laughs) You never win. You always lose. (laughs) I do explain to her, I'm like, okay, mum, I'm shiny hunting in this game. There's multiple ways you can play this game. I'm playing the shiny hunting way of this game. And I just like, oh, what's that? I'm like, well... See this Pokemon here? This Pokemon normally looks like this. But when you get the shiny form, it looks like this. And she's like, oh, wow, that looks cool. Mm. I'm like, yeah, it's not easy to do. 
um, sometimes it takes for an, a, a, like a day, three days, uh, and as well as maybe an hour, depending on how lucky you are. But she's like, oh, okay, that's cool. Well, you do that and you do what you find you enjoy. So I'm like, okay, thanks, Mum. <laughs> I'll just <laughs> keep playing. She just turns around. Ooh. <laughs> Jeez. What have I done? What is this? What's, this is not my son, is it? <laughs> What's he turned into? What have I done? <laughs> I bred a monster. Actually, no. <laughs> it is definitely addictive, though. I um. Oh, yeah. Because around uh, when Sword and Shield came out, I had like, a list of like my favorite Pokemon. I definitely wanted shiny. And one of yeah. them on my list was Litwick. And oh, yeah. I don't know how long it took to get Litwick, but it took a, such a long time. Uh, I think I was up at like one o'clock in the morning, just doing it. And, th- and there it was finally the egg cracked, bang, shiny Litwick, the, the shine came out. And uh, instead of like, yes, you know, those reactions, yes, shiny Pokemon. Yeah. Oh my God. All it was for me was, well, thank fuck for that. <laughs> That's all it was. <laughs> Can I tell you one of my just examples uh, when I was trying to... So, Sizzlipede. Oh, oh my gosh, yeah. Sizzlipede. All right. Um, so, I got Sizzlipede after 5,200-something encounters. So, to get Sizzlipede in Route 4 or 5, I think it is, Route 4 it is, mm. it's a 1% spawn chance, right? So, you have to get a Pokemon that has Flash Fire, which means it boosts the chance of it spawning from 1%, to 50%. And it's also not an overworld spawn. It's one that rustles in the grass. Yeah. And so I remember when I got to like 4,000 or something encounters, I'm like, stuff up. I'm just going to get the shiny charm. And then after 1,200 more encounters, I was up at 2 o'clock at night in my bed. And I remember when I saw it, I was like almost borderline crying because I'm like, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, it's over. It's over. But like, it was the last bug I wanted, like for uh, before the expansion passes came out. It was the last bug I needed for my shiny living bug decks. So, uh, yeah, it was it was joy, and it was overwhelming, and yeah, it just led to me almost crying because, like, <laughs> thank gosh, thank God it's there. <laughs> yeah, it was terrible too because it could have been a zigzagoon. I almost ran into the zigzagoon. There's a clip of it on Twitter if you follow, if you look on it. But yeah, it was that was so long. That hunt. But one that I'll never forget because obviously how long it took and yeah. Nightmare. Yeah. My favorite was um uh uh Chimchow. Uh, yeah, Chimchow, uh who evolves into Lantern and I was just like Oh yes. And I was like, you know, I'm gonna hatch a few eggs, I'm gonna get a uh, a timid nature so then I can put that one back into the daycare, give it a Everstone, so then they're all timid. Oh, yes. Because that's, yeah, yeah. that's the nature I want. I don't want to have to use a mint, you know, to save a mint, you know. Pretty, yeah. Pretty cool, whatever. <laughs> but um, points. I think like five <laughs> eggs in, I got it. I'm like, what? Ooh. So, like, oh, okay. It just comes out. Yeah. It's got the wrong nature, like <laughs> the wrong IVs. I'm like, I okay. guess it's cool. I don't have to spend a week doing this, but mm. it's a bit too I early. <laughs> <laughs> True. I really wasn't well, expecting the- it. There's no suffering here. <laughs> Um, yeah, my best is four eggs. Four, so yeah. I got you there. Yeah, so, so I sh- when I say five, shelmer. I actually got no idea. Yeah. It might have been. It was just really quick. It was like quick, yeah. First half an hour, whatever, something like oh, that. Okay. So I got no it idea, like but five. very quick. <laughs> yeah, it felt like five. it might have been one. <laughs> yeah, because like it can be, it can feel like that if you don't have a flame body Pokemon, where it might take a bit longer than usual. But yeah, if yeah, you have definitely. a flame body Pokemon at the front, then you're fine. Mm. But yeah. So you yeah. feel like you got into the shiny hunting portion of the game because of sort of the accessibility and let's go? Is that what 
brought you into Pretty it much. mainly. Yeah, and I've done I've, what I've done like in the past was I'd watch streamers as well just to see like how difficult or how long or how enduring it would be. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I thought, how hard is it really to be using the left analog stick and pressing a few buttons on the right thumb just to hunt for shiny? So I'm like, if anyone can do that, I can do that because like it's. Anyone can do shiny hunting. It's just a matter of if you have oh, to yeah. have the patience, you have to have the willingness, and you have to have the, I guess, the, uh, not, I was going to say audacity, but that's the wrong word. Uh, <laughs> you have to be really prepared to, you know, prepare yourself for what you're in for because shiny hunting is nothing that's always guaranteed. Sure, you'll get the shiny eventually, but you just don't know when. So, yeah, you've got to be um, able to put up with monotony pretty, pretty yeah. well. So that's why in, in Let's Go, when you only had to catch 31 in a row, it was like, oh, this is so easy. The hardest part was obviously throwing the damn thing because that, that throwing <laughs> mechanic is so annoying. <laughs> yeah, because I, I wasn't streaming, so I just played it in the handheld mode where it's a lot yeah. easier to throw. Yeah, or click. Yeah, yeah so I, I quite um, like those controls, actually. I wish yeah. um I wish you could just do that on the TV as well. Like, there's no yeah. reason they couldn't have. But Yeah, so Let's Go was my first shining experience, and I... <laughs> I had a I had a thing going on my stream where, for some reason, I'd always get the random shiny chancy pop up, yeah, and yeah. every time it happened, I'm like, no, please stop. And so it came to a point where I start nicknaming every shiny chancy a, a Karen because, <laughs> yeah. wow. like, it's, it's, it pops up. Karen always pops up out of nowhere when you least expect it, <laughs> but you don't want it to be there. So oh, there's another Karen on screen. Oh gosh, well off you go, Karen. Bye. Bye, Karen. <laughs> Don't complain too much, please. <laughs> well, that's the thing, though, because, like, I look back at it and I'm like, oh, I probably should have caught them because then I could have brought them over to home into Sword Shield, but... Yeah, I was yeah. about to say, oh, you should have, yeah, should have caught them because shinies are shiny. If, that's you know. true. That's true. But anyway, whatever. I was just blessed with so many Karens, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel with, like, Let's Go, like, you know, they were fun games to play through, but uh, once you get to the end, there was, you know, literally nothing, much like the original Pokemon um, Red and Blue so shiny hunting really was the only thing to sort of keep you occupied in those games as well. Yeah. And I, I found myself just shiny hunting a lot as well. And, you know, it, it made it very fun, I feel. Yeah, it did. It definitely, because I think the idea of Pokemon Let's Go was to sort of attract the Pokemon Go players. No, it definitely, um, yeah. I mean, it attracted me. So I was like, oh, easy. Okay. Don't have to go walking. Just stay home and catch them. But obviously you're limited to the 151. <laughs> but it's kind of interesting though with, um, with, Pokemon Go and Pokemon Let's Go, uh, the fact that we can only get Meltan and Melmetal from those two games, from, you know, let, uh, from Go to Let's Go. Mm. And the only way you can obtain the shiny one is getting it in Go, transferring it to Pokemon Let's Go and then to Sword Shield. Or, you you know, you have to evolve the Melmetal into, Mel, uh, sorry, Meltan into Melmetal. And then you have to transfer that one to Let's Go and then Sword Shield. But now that they've got the Pokemon Go with Pokemon Home on your phone, it's a lot easier. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, but um, yeah, let's go. It was let's go was a fun thing. It was a good idea. But then people, I remember seeing on the internet like, oh, let's go, Jonto. Uh, I'm like, uh, no, you probably don't want that. <laughs> yeah, I. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where it, they they want a Pokemon game on the latest hardware that is really accessible. Sort of try and get those go crowd over. But yep. once once we have Let's Go, we don't need any more Let's Goes because no, no. only one game has to fill that gap. Because um, really, if they if they do another game, like we're in Johto, we've got no items, no abilities, like, you know, 
we're sort of, you know, back to those really basic mechanics from the original yep. games. I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, I've already had my fun with that type of really accessible sort of simple stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, I haven't touched Let's Go in ages. I remember when Sword Shield came out, I was like, oh, I still need to get all the bugs. And so like the only way to get, um, uh, what's it called? The Venomoth and all that. Mm. Venonat. Mm. I had to go back to Let's Go to play to shiny hunt them so right yeah i can complete my shiny living bug decks but yeah obviously you're very limited in what you can catch in pokemon sword shield um obviously venonat and venomoth aren't in it so and then i could get it was let's go and uh yeah that that's one thing i can sort of appreciate but the fact now is that we have a full gen game a full game on switch we kind of don't need to go back to let's go anymore yeah there's only Um, there's only a few pokemon that aren't in that now from kanto at least and you're yeah. right because it did it, it did fill that void that we had for what we had for a while. Like there was no Pokemon game we could two play, so mm. Let's Go was our only choice. Yeah, so. and like you know, I I got into a lot of people get into Pokemon when they are kids. Like they're not non-accessible games in the first place. Yeah. So yeah. dumbing that down even more, I don't feel is a super necessary thing. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, there was one thing I will quickly say. Yeah, I just when I went back to because I was streaming the Shiny Hunt for Venom Venomoth. Um, someone came into my chat and said, you're the only, you're, you're the one of two people that are only streaming Let's Go. So like oh, yeah. no one's streaming anymore. So it was right, like, yeah. but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause I guess all the pokey tubers or, you know, con- <laughs> big content creators are like, just like onto the latest and greatest and whatever they're yeah, doing. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, people are still streaming probably Let's Go, uh, Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon as well though, because like people finding ways to shine on there. Like they go through the wormholes and all that. Yeah. But I guess now that we've got the Dynamax Adventures, we don't really need to go back there. Yeah, because it's a similar thing, I guess, isn't it? You're yeah. going through a series of events to get to the end. Yeah. And, yeah. I quite like uh, the, that new shiny hunting, hunting method as well. Uh, have you been finding yourself streaming that uh, often? Um, or are you still doing Masuda Method egg hatching? Um, yeah, mainly Masuda Method egg hatching. But like with the Dynamax Adventures, like I said at the start... Oh, actually, we said this off-air. So... Um, it's one in 100, allegedly. And then <laughs> I say allegedly because it doesn't seem to be the case for me. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, currently I'm showing hunting Feromosa in the Ultra Raid in the in the Dynamax Adventures Den. And yeah, like I said, I've done a, over nearly, nearly 150 raids. It's been ridiculous. Um, but it's obviously when you catch each one, so you catch all four, it's a, it makes it it's like one in, one in 25, yeah. which is pretty good because... Like in Pokemon Go, uh, for a legendary raid, I think it was one in thirty-two you can get for a shiny Pokemon in Pokemon Go. So this kind of made it a little bit easier, considering it's a mainline game. But yeah, I'm not getting any luck because Pheromos is taking its dang time. Um, but it's it's kind of good though. The only thing is, you have unreliable teammates sometimes when you're like, oh yeah, yeah, like that one Pokemon away from reaching the last one. But then you get like, oh, two my po- two, two, two people with Pokemon's faint. And it's kind of like, oh, the storm is getting stronger. The storm is getting too strong to withstand. And you're like, oh, no, please, please, please. And, yeah. Are you playing with CPUs or people online? Currently, because CPU is faster. Like, okay, this is a the controversial faster. opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Controversial opinion. You can, okay, hey, you can turn off battle, um, battle effects, mm. which means it's just the font, then the damage happens. Yeah. And then B, you don't have to wait for uh, your uh, teammate, your so online teammates to select what move they're doing. 
I can understand that if you're streaming online with friends or you're voice chatting with someone to do it, because you're like, okay, you do this, I'll do that, you do this. That makes so much sense. But you have to wait for the animations and, and all that. And yes, I've been a bit lucky with just playing with CPU because some of them are quite good. Um, unless there's one of them that just uses acupressure, 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 acupressure. And then it's like, Pharamos is getting, you know, frustrated and it's going to nullify all those abilities and stat changes. It's like, ah. <laughs> Yeah, they're so frustrated CPUs. Like, they did get a lot better because, like, you know, you don't have Martin and his soul rock and, you know, <laughs> yeah. just like the magic Because they're just, like, so dumb. At least the Pokemon yeah. are random now, so they can potentially have, like, better Pokemon and not just rubbish. But, yeah, no, yeah. I, I, I can see why you'll do that and... Have you got many shiny Pokemon through that method that weren't Feromosa or like, you know, the other three uh, Pokemon? So my first one target I got um, was Buzzwall because obviously of the bug living decks, you got Buzzwall and Feromosa, mm. both fighting bugs. So I had to get them. Buzzwall took maybe less than 20 raids in total. But for Feromosa, I phased four times. So for those who don't know what phase means, it means you get a shiny that isn't your target. So um, out of all the raids I've done for Feromosa, I've gotten... Shiny Marowak, shiny, uh, oh, it's a, I think it was an Emolga, uh, shiny, oh, I forget the other ones. Oh, Lipard was the other one as well. And I forget the other one. But yeah. So there is a chance you can also get on the same, like at the end of the results stream, there's a chance you can get double or triple shiny, which is crazy. But mm. at the same time, it's heartbreaking because you can only take one Pokemon with you. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's good in the fact that you can get the multiple chances, but at the same time, you can only take one, so choose wisely. Yeah, um, I mean, if you get really lucky, I guess that's just not an awful problem to have, but it's... No, it's not. Yeah. It's like, oh, do I, seen, do I take this uh, this bit of cash or this bit of cash? Or, oh, no. <laughs> I think on Twitter, I think I've seen only one one time I've seen someone have triple shiny on screen. Wow. Yeah, only once. I've seen twice a couple of to- a few times. But only once for three times. Yeah, that'll be Imagine ridiculous. being that guy and making your choice. <laughs> so after yeah. after Feromosa, do you have any like shiny vet you just like you've always wanted, or have you already got like your favorites? I've got most of my favorites. So if you want to know what I've been done, so when I first got the game, my initial goal was to get all the shiny living bugs possible. So first, second, third evolution Pokemon, all of them. So I've done that. Um, and then I was like, okay, I'm an electrician by trade, so I should go for the electric type. <laughs> yeah. um, but I didn't, I didn't do living decks for them. I just wanted to get the ones that I liked the most out of the evolution lines. Yep. And my latest ones I've been doing uh, just single evolution, uh, sorry, base Pokemon only, so ones that Pokemon that don't evolve. So currently I've got Dunsparce on hold at the moment. Um, after about, I think it's about 500 eggs I'm up to at the moment, roughly. And there is one other hunt. It's a Regieleki. And oh boy, Reggie Alecki. Reggie Alecki is my first ever soft reset slash hard reset Pokemon hunt that I'm doing. So yeah, I'm learning the hard way. <laughs> yeah, she's uh, she's not forgiving, is it? No, I think it's, I don't know what the odds. I think it's, was it one percent, two percent, or something for a Reggie Alecki. I don't know what it is. I don't know how it works with a static encounter because it's it'd be like one in four thousand and something. Um, yeah, okay. A bit less if that you have the shiny charm. I've forgotten yeah. sort of the odds. Um, yeah. It's been a little bit since I've been into like, you know, really like crunching the numbers to see how long it's going to take me. But <laughs> at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter, does it? It just depends on no. the luck. 
Yeah. yeah, and 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 your saneness that you stay <laughs> sane, don't go crazy, stay focused, keep hydrating, <laughs> <laughs> keep hydrating. You're just like they're sweating, just like hatching eggs. Like, Where is it? Just hatchmen. Uh, so, do you have any um like favorite shinies? I mean, it probably sticks with the fact that the the same favorite Pokemon are my favorite shinies, but I guess that only stays with Joltik because the fact is. When you shiny hunt, you kind of appreciate the shinies more because we know through Pokemon's days, they have got some ultra-really disgusting shinies. And it's kind of like, why did they do that when they could have done this? This would have made more sense if you did that. But yeah, <laughs> I think when you shiny hunt, you learn to appreciate what they are, which I think is the most important thing. Um, what about Blissey? So, uh, do you appreciate Blissey's uh, shiny? <laughs> But it's no, just like Blissey. it's no, like barely a different color. Do you appreciate that? Well, if you're going I'm for that? slightly, 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 slightly pink, Cur, white, maybe. It's like white. a little bit paler, a little bit white, like paler. Barely. Yeah, yeah. No, that Blissey. We don't talk about Blissey. No. It's part of the. It's part of the Karen line. We don't talk about it. <laughs> the Karen line. <laughs> but yeah, um, I don't know. Like Amolga is one, for example. I've got Amolga. For those who don't know, it's just slightly. So obviously, the original colors of Amolga. It's yellow with like a, uh, like a. Uh, what would it be? A, not a copper, like, but a copper, not copper, coal, like a coal color. But the shiny of it is just slightly tinted white over it. But it kind of, it kind of looks nice. So even though there's not much changes, they're ones that you can appreciate at least because, like, it's the shiny. I'm happy that I've got it, and yeah, that's I'm glad that's what it is. Because sure, it could look something else which could be better, but like, no, I think I like this. Even though it could be better, but yeah. yeah, it's similar to like I guess the design of the Pokemon as well. Where yeah, you know, we exactly. were talking earlier how we don't like a lot of them, but then it's like, oh well, it's actually grown on me a bit. So it's probably yeah, a I mean, similar thing. I accidentally, I accidentally came across a shiny um, uh, Trubbish in, in Sword Shield. Oh cool, yeah. Complete accident, complete accident. And I'm like, oh, it's blue. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I kind of like blue because blue is one of my favorite colors. So I'm like, okay, I guess I'm okay with this. <laughs> yeah, Trubbish is actually a pretty nice shiny. Yeah, Garbodor's not so much, but because like Trubbish is that darker blue, but when it comes to Garbodor, that darker blue comes like a sea sky blue kind of thing. Yeah, it just it, like... it just like bursts open with trash. Like, oh. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it kind of loses, it kind of loses its like Garbodor back in the Gen Five games. Like you remember the sprites? So yeah. Garbodor used to look mean and everything, but like the shiny Garbodor, it's kind of like oh, you look like you just look like a softy, big softy or whatever. It probably I is. I feel like probably is a big softy. I mean. Shiny Delmice. Now that is a shiny. You have the original uh, bluish green with a brown anchor. In the shiny form, it goes white and red, and the anchor is red, and it's so good. Yeah, looks nice. I, I do like the shinies that like I feel that actually look like they've been thought about, and they're actually like fairly yeah. different. Personally, one of my favorite shinies is uh, Porygon in the Porygon line. Just because oh, yeah. it's like white and blue, and it just looks it's, really nice. Like completely different. It's yeah, it's, it's simple as well. Obviously, Porygon is literally like a, poly, a polygon. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's not too many textures or anything to to um, to change on him. But, yeah, no, I really like that one. And another one I really like as well is Latias. Just like I, I, I remember looking at the sprite. Not not so much the 3D models. I feel like a bit mm-hmm. of the golden color has been lost a bit. But back in the yeah. days when it was sprites, when she was like, like the red was like a bright gold, I thought it just mm-hmm. looked absolutely stunning and Especially the, uh, I guess the elusive idea that if you finish um, Ruby or Sapphire, you get to the end 
and you know you are lucky enough to get that shiny because obviously Latias is a, a roaming Pokemon, so yes. you've got the yeah. one time for it to sort of generate once you've beaten the game, and that's the one chance you've got at as being yeah, a shiny. That's, that's crazy. I like because I got a friend of my Discord who is doing that at the moment, and they, they people were saying to him, "Oh, did you save it the TV or something?" Yeah, he, I don't think I don't think he did, so he's gonna have trouble trying to do that. I think. Yeah. So if he's resetting. And he saved after. He's just resetting the exact same, same Pokemon. Way. Yeah. Yeah. I actually don't know when you've got to save. I don't know if it... All I know is at the TV. I think it must be after the credits or something. Cause, yeah, because when you beat the Pokemon League and it saves, I think uh, you can't save after that. I'm not exactly okay. sure. I've never tried to hunt it because I'm not a madman. Because that is... Because <laughs> that's, a, that's a one in 8,000 chance with no shiny charm or anything yeah. back in you know 2003. So... Um, you, also, a shiny madman would go after shiny Zapdos because that thing's no different. Yeah, so and, a bit of a letdown. But shiny uh, Galarian Zapdos is actually pretty cool, like retaining the now, original colors. Those shinies, I can get around. Even though they're shiny locked, I can get around them. Yeah, shiny, yeah. That, that, that <laughs> does suck. That's another thing as well, uh, shiny locking. As a shiny hunter, how do you feel about them? I mean, I guess they kind of have to, don't they? Because, like, but... Well, I mean, they don't really, but they no, I, they, don't really, they really just don't want um, people playing their game by, you know, going to the home menu, resetting it, going back into it. That's pretty much <laughs> what it is. But yeah. there are way there are mechanics to sort of work around that, like, you know, Reggie Alecki and um, Reggie Draco in the games where, you know, you can just run away, reset the puzzle, do it again. So there are methods mm. of actually allowing people to shiny hunt them. But uh, the Pokemon that are in cutscenes, like the starters and... Yeah, it's um, the um, birds and as well. So yeah. the the um that's another thing I want to touch on quickly too. Ever since Gen six, Gen five, there's been a lot of Z Pokemon. Have you noticed that too? There's a lot of Pokemon that start with Z: Zorora, Zamazetta, Zacian. Uh, uh, there's a few others that I can't forget on top of my head, but I've noticed there's a lot of Z Pokemon. Oh, Zorora and Z, um and that other one, Zekrom. Zekrom. Zekrom's one, I guess, yeah. I think, uh, yeah. I guess. I never really thought about it. Maybe they're just sort of thinking like, we've ignored Z for you know, a fair few <laughs> years. So we, we better... It's 23rd of the alphabet. Mm. Z. Oh, Z! <laughs> I guess it is, it, is a, it is a way to sort of make them sound a bit more unique, having a, a completely yeah. different sound to it. There is a thing though, right? So the reasons why they called that is if you look at the shinies, the shinies correlate their name because... Zamazenta, I think it's meant to be magenta, and the shiny of it is magenta looking. Same thing with Zacian, it looks cyan. So they've kind of played with that. I I don't think that was a purpose thing, but that's what people have noticed. So I don't know. Fun fact if you care. <laughs> yeah, if you were, if you look at your Pokedex in alphabetical order, you'll be like, oh, they're actually oh, are so a few Z Pokemon. There you go. Oh, and Zigzagoon. There's another one, Zigzagoon. Ah, oh, that's a Gen three. That's Gen three or two or something. I think. Yeah, Gen three. Yeah, I love Zigzagoon. I I always had one at the start of the game. Called it Ziggy. Went around oh, yeah, the Hoenn no, region. Always picked up my potions and stuff. Got some nuggets from him. Oh, pick up. That's a, such a good ability. Because also, um, oh, who was it? The fairy electric type also has it. Um, Dedeny. Dedeny also has pick up. Oh yeah, yeah. And so that that was that was good because I randomly found max potions. I'm like, how do I keep getting them? And then I realized <laughs> has ability pick up. So I'm like, oh okay. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you, little rat. <laughs> <laughs> My precious little rat. <laughs> yeah. So, hmm. so you just keep on going and picking them up. So yeah. All right. 
pick up pick me up a master ball. Pick me up a master ball, and then we'll call it a deal. <laughs> like, maybe I will skip me to level one hundred. You bloody bastard. <laughs> Fine, I'll give you all the XL candy that you need. <laughs> so whatever it takes. Um, this year we are expecting remakes of the Generation Four games. Uh, Do- Diamond and Pearl. Uh, when people listen to this, it very well might be announced. Who knows? We're sort of expecting it, but regardless of what happens in 2021 or 2030, who who knows? But Hopefully being, not 2030. <laughs> being, being some of your favourite games in the series, what would you like to see these um, remakes do to the uh, originals and build upon them? I feel like they should... Uh, basically, I want them to like maintain everything that, that, was, that was had in the... Gen 4 original games. So you remember the underground section uh-huh. where you go under, you yeah. mine everything. I kind of want that. I kind of just everything they had that they had in the game. Just keep it simple. Keep it the same. Except the only thing I kind of was liking, just give the models, give the models a really like do them justice. Um, don't change too much. Because uh, like the thing, I remember, I remember keep seeing a meme on, on Twitter. People were like, um, the uh, uh the guaranteeing as well back then and it's like a big massive maze and guaranteeing as well now it's just a simple straight up down path it's kind of like don't yeah. make it too easy because otherwise it's kind of lose the lose the fun and lose lose the feeling but yeah yeah Basically, just keep it the same because like nothing was wrong with oh, hello, my friend. <laughs> nothing was wrong game back then and don't change anything keep the seals Remember when you should be able to customize Pokeballs? Yeah, that was sick. So that is definitely a feature I want to see come back. Keep them. That'd be so much fun. I'm surprised they actually keep them after that game because, like, yeah, mm. that was so much fun. And wasn't correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't like Gen Four also the introduction of the beauty contests and all that? No, that was Gen. Uh, oh, the beauty contests. No, that that was um the contests were introduced in Gen Three. They oh, were three, okay. they they were a bit different. Um, back then, they obviously built upon them, and they added like clothes and a bit yes. more. Honestly, yeah. a bit more fluff to the the Gen yeah. Four ones. Like I didn't get into them so much in Gen Four because it was like you know dressing up, and I'm like, you know what, I'm not really into this. But uh, in Gen Three, there was a lot more. So it was like a completely different set of mechanics to the yeah. moves. So you could train a Pokemon for being a, like in a cool contest or a beauty contest. Or That's a right. Yeah. Smart contest, and each move had a different meaning. But mm-hmm. what sort of I guess made it so that, that that mechanic was a bit more redundant. If you want to progress through the game, you've got to be a battler and you need to actually beat gyms and you're not necessarily yeah. going to be able to beat gyms. If you've got a, a contest move set because they're just <laughs> yeah. completely different. Not going to do anything. <laughs> so like, yeah. I always thought like, how cool would it be if like you get to a town and there's a gym or there's like a contest hall and you can progress mm-hmm. through the game. Like, you know, either way. And yeah. uh, th- one th- one thing yeah. I want to say, actually, now I don't know if you remember this too much, but in Gen Four, you had to get a Bidorf, you teach it every, all the HMs. Oh yes. Now, can we just get the HMs straight at the back? Because I remember you getting Wall Climb. No, was it Rock Wall Climb or something like that? Yeah, rock that Climb, the, I think. What, I believe it was. Yeah, that was the worst thing to do because, like, mm, it was. <laughs> you, you're so close to the destination. You're like, no, you got to learn Rock Climb to get to the other side. I'm like, ah, oh, come yeah. on. Because uh, Mount Coronet in that game was just yes. just infamous for like, all right, you need two Pokemon in your team. Dedicated to HMs. Yeah, strength and and also walk, rock wall climb. Yeah, yeah you need like surf, waterfall. Like, it was just like yeah. ridiculous fly. amount of stuff. Actually, no, fly wasn't needed there. 
Only if you're stuck. You don't need it, but you know, you want it because it's annoying if you don't. But that's the thing in generation eight now, like, you know, you've got all these mechanics sort of wrapped into like one. You don't need to teach them to your Pokemon. So that is a problem that's probably going to be just resolved just being in the modern day, I guess, with the Pokemon series. Yeah, true. Let's just think about it. Like Mount Coronet would be amazing as an over, like as a wild area. Mm. Yeah. And that'll be a good way to fix it as well. Because it's yeah. sort of in there. And, you know, when you get to that stage of the game, you're not looking forward to going up there to <laughs> verse 10 Galactic. You're like, all right, here we nope. are. Guess I'm doing <laughs> that. And, like, honestly, when I'm thinking about replaying Platinum, I'm like, you know, I quite like the start of it and the end of it. But, you know, there's a bit in the middle where it's like, all right, I've got to just stop doing what I'm doing to go and beat Team Galactic. And yeah. I, know, I know, like, in Pokemon games, that is, it's not, it's, that's not exclusive to Gen 4. That's a lot of Pokemon games where it's like, all right, I guess I'm stopping doing what I'm enjoying to um, beat the bad guy. That's just yes. really yeah. uninspired. <laughs> yeah. I think the problem is also the story was a bit like you're always stopping doing something else to do the story, which is what you just said. Um, but yeah, if they keep this storyline smooth, trying to have too much interrup- interrup- interruptions, mm. um, yeah. But yeah, I think, because like, I'm thinking, where else would it be a good wide area? Um, Merrick Coronet, obviously. Um, I guess you got like you got like the islands, like the post-game islands. Yeah, you could right. potentially have like a, a bit of that's an the area Isle of Armor. That was the Isle of Armor. Maybe that's the one. Yeah, they'll <laughs> just they'll sell it to us. Yeah, <laughs> afterwards <laughs> they call it Isle of Sinnoh or something weird. Mm. And uh, <laughs> like the remakes for um, Ruby and Sapphire, Omega Ruby, Alpha Sapphire, they sort of changed the story to fit in Mega Evolutions and all that yeah. stuff that was introduced in Gen Six. How do you feel about sort of Dynamax and that mechanic coming into uh, these games and sort of, I guess, uh, changing the story a little bit to sort of make this stuff yeah. fit? Because I think I think that's probably what's going to happen. What was the game that had the introduction have that had the red beam in the background? Because I remember watching a YouTube video about how that correlated to what was happening with the Dynamax, but I don't think it was just a wild wild link. But there was something like that. Um, I don't know how I feel about Dynamax because, like, Gen 4 obviously didn't have Megas or anything like that. Mm. Um, I don't know. I feel... Keep it simple, like I just said before. Don't worry about including things that are from other games. Because if you look at Gen 8, uh, Sword Shield, they don't have Megas. So I feel no. like if they're going to do Gen 4 remake, they might as well just keep it simple. Yeah. Unless... They might, they, you know what they could do, actually. You know, I think about it. They could introduce new Megas for uh, Pokemon back in then. So, like, imagine, like, a Mega Luxray or Mega Tor- Torterra. <laughs> actually, that would be cool. Mega Torterra. Can we have that, please? Can we sick. have that, please? please even, like, even in the same vein for Dynamax, <laughs> like a Dynamax Torterra. Gigantamax Torterra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course, yeah, Gigantamax. I, I get sort of mixed up between Dynamax and Gigantamax. <laughs> yeah, because Dynamax is like, oh, you're just big, but you're normal. But Gigantamax, ooh, hello. Yeah, it'd be like Snorlax, but standing up. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> what's your opinion on uh, Gigantamax, Gigantamax Snorlax? I feel it's kind of like, okay, where the heck did that tree come from? But I think now I actually think about it, I think he likes to eat seeds or something. So maybe no. I, th- I think the, I think the idea is he's he's been asleep so long. He's just like you know grown moss, and the moss has grown okay. a bush, and a tree's. Come. I think that's just. Mm. Or maybe he was under the ground and he tried maxed him. Yeah. I don't know. I don't actually, really think about it too much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> actually, now I'm quickly thinking about it. Um, back to the shinies and Johnny Max, uh, shiny G Max Duraldodon. I mean, it's regular shiny isn't much difference. It's eyes go from a yellow to an orange, but when it's in Gigantamax, the the, the glass thing it has at the bottom changes significantly. 
Um, so yeah, that's just one. I just wanted to say that. I was just kind of like, oh, that's kind of a cool thing that they made that more different than the original form. But yeah, yeah. Um, so I get Max Gen Four Pokemon. That would be cool. I reckon. I think it would be too, because uh, I, th- I think back to Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, and like. It was cool. Obviously, they had to put the Mega Evolutions in there. That was the big gimmick, and everyone loved it at the time too. So it's, it's like if they didn't have it, that would have been really weird. But what I what I didn't necessarily like, and it was kind of cool at the time, but what I didn't really like about it is that like they had to literally to make it make sense in like this the you know storyline of Pokemon. Yeah, is that they had like split it off into a different dimension and it's a different timeline to the original games. Oh, and okay. this is the timeline with like the Mega Evolutions and. You know, this stuff didn't really happen and this stuff did happen here. And I was like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> All I wanted was a, a remake really of like one of my favorite games from my childhood. And mm-hmm. um, they sort of didn't put in, you know, like the Battle Frontier and the stuff that made that generation yeah. like really okay. pop. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I was guess- just thinking about now. I'm just thinking mm-hmm. about now because now you talk about Ruby Sapphire. Um, imagine if they gave Dialga and Polka and even Garatina or even Arceus kind of like another form like you know how you had the the primal yeah. growled on and all that imagine they did that i mean maybe it doesn't make sense for dog and pocket because they had time and space but maybe garantina yeah I can... then again arceus or Ar- okay arceus or arceus how do you say it i'll say arceus yeah yeah see i say that too but everyone's like oh you're saying it wrong i'm like okay cool don't attack me yeah, <laughs> there's there's a there's a few names like um you know, when you're a kid, you like you you might read it wrong, or someone, yeah. a friend of yours, might say it wrong, and you grow up like for like 15 years, you've been calling it one thing. <laughs> I remember I was watching a I was watching a streamer, and they call I I say Arcanine for you know the fire dog from Generation One. Yeah, and and um, Arcanine, and other people say Arcanine. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, is it that? Because that makes sense. Because it's a dog, and looking at the spelling, you're like, it does fit, but it's like, no, in the anime they called it Arcanine. So I'm, no. like, so I'm like, oh, did they? I, think, I actually don't I know. Think, <laughs> I actually don't probably know. Anime. The anime is the closest thing we got to know the truth. So yeah, whatever they say is the truth. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Like, you know what? These voice actors, you know, they, they read it right. Then stupid kid me. <laughs> yeah. Even now, I feel uh, dyslexic most of the time. So just. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, it's only getting worse from now on for you. Don't worry. It's all downhill. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> I mean, I'm in Victoria, right? In Victoria, they have trouble saying A-L. It's L. They say L for some reason. Okay. So like one of the major hospitals, this is going on for a wild tangent, but anyway, yeah, no, ma- I love it. major hospital. Major hospital in Melbourne is called the Alfred Hospital. Yeah. But they say, oh, I'm going to the Alfred Hospital. What? There's no E at the start, mate. There's A. <laughs> and skill. They go to skill. They go to school. They go to skill. Skill. Scal. <laughs> Not so much that way, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Uh, that, that's Victoria. the thing as well. It's like Pokemon. They're all made up names. It's like, you know, it's fine. Yep. As long as oh, and some of the some of the Japanese names because when I sh- when I post my shiny hunt I put the Japanese names in for them yeah and it's kind of interesting to see where they get the names from so yeah. actually I'm interested because I noticed you, I noticed you do that yeah. does does is it just like a, a cool little formatting thing or does it actually help like people from Japan like understand what you're saying and I think get, it's like that, a different audience at the same time because some some people in my community in my Discord they are learning Japanese. And so when I post it, so I'm like, oh, that's what it's called. Or, okay. you know, they're like, oh, that's how you say it or spell it or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. that's, that's a cool thing you do. Yeah. 
Thank you. Um, because it's good because on the on the Switch keyboard, there's the Japanese keyboard, so you can use the katana, oh. hana, and all that as well. So oh. yeah, if you go when you're posting something on on Twitter on your Switch, just go to your keyboards, go all the way down the bottom, or actually not all the way down the bottom, about uh, ten from the bottom. There's a Japanese section, and uh, yeah. I actually okay. know a little bit of Japanese, so that helps what I what I know. Yeah, I'm definitely. Because like, <laughs> I've I've never looked for it to be honest. But if I had the Japanese keyboard up, I'd be like, uh, tap 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 tap. Did I, <laughs> did I write something? Actually, I want to give you a, a fun tidbit if I can find her in time. Um, so I think it's Magma. Magma's Japanese name is literally Booby. Oh, I kid you not. Booby. Why is it called what, so? Does, so does, does, does if you look booby, at the characters of its name, does booby mean the same thing in J- in Japan? Is that no, like referring no, to a breast? Clearly not. Clearly not. <laughs> <laughs> now just to make sure I'm not wrong. But someone in my Discord told me this. Oh, sorry, booba, booba, booba. Oh yeah, booba. Not booby. <laughs> Booby's a bit funnier. I think I think it's the baby. Oh, I can't remember. But yeah, there's some interesting, and like um, the, so the the Gen One birds uh, elect um, sorry. The, the electric bird, I forget, Zapdos is called Thunder. The Articuno is called Freezer. Freezer. And Moltres is, <laughs> and Moltres is just called Flame. Okay. Which I, they say Furame because they don't say L. So, yeah, Furame. So, <laughs> so, yeah, so that is that, that's the same word in Japanese they actually use to describe a I, flame? Yeah, I guess so. Or maybe they might say fire, but something else. And my favorite one is Drowsy. He's literally, his name in Japanese is literally Sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. He hypnotizes you and everything, so sleep. <laughs> yeah, he puts you to sleep. His name is Sleep. Go to sleep. <laughs> He's just, just sleep. <laughs> yeah, but it's interesting to see some of the names. Like like the Gen 1 Pokemon, the names are pretty basic, but now because they, they got all these other Pokemon, they kind of make up the names that go along. But um, And you can't, you can't tell what their English names as well because, for example, Pukumuku is literally the same in Japanese as it is in English. It's the same. Mm. So yeah, you can sort of tell that they're starting to run out of Japanese names from. So, but yeah. yeah. And especially as everything becomes more, you know, I guess uh, unionized towards like all the languages and that, like you yeah. know, when they started including like Chinese as well in like both the different ways and Japanese and English and obviously all the European countries, like it becomes French, a Spanish and German. Yep. It becomes a lot to sort of starting to translate all those names. I think some of the European languages actually share the same name for some of them. They're just slightly different spelling variations. Yeah, which is, you know, it's, not, it's a pretty easy thing to do, I guess, when you all share the same alphabet yeah, to some exactly. extent. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, so I guess uh, to start wrapping this up, were you sort of into, like, uh, like Pokemon Go that much? Like, what, what's your history with Pokemon Go? Day one, man. Day one. I was up there walking. Like, been smashing it, so- it since 2016? Yeah, I had a bit of a quiet period just recently because I've been shutting out to Sword Shield, obviously. So it's kind of like Pokemon Go on the back burner for now. Yeah. Because Pokemon Sword Shield exists. But um, the sad part is I just missed that on Genesect. So Genesect had a Fire Disc to- um, variant come out recently in, yeah, the, yeah. in the Legendary Raids. So I just missed out on that. And because it's also, this is the only time you can get Shiny Genesect legitimate is in, Shiny, in Pokemon Go at the moment. I think there was an event where you could pay for it. But other than that, this is the only way you can get Shiny Genesect in Pokemon Go. So I want to get raids for that so I can get Shiny because it's obviously another bug. Yeah. Um, it'll be back eventually. Don't worry. Yeah, it'll be back. It's, <laughs> the, it's the water disc, psychic disc, and all the other discs that it comes with. So Yeah. 
Yeah. Um. Actually, I should. Do you have it? I should add you. Like On Pokemon Go. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. I'll send you. Constant, you use it a lot too. Yeah, because like the the thing with me, obviously, I was right into it. Twenty sixteen when it came out, like you know, the rest of the world, and it was just like a, it was such a big phenomenon, which I was not expecting. All it was was at the time, like you know, Pokemon Go. It's coming into beta. You know, you can access it through the the Apple Store and the, the Google yep. Store. I'm like, oh, cool. I'll give it a download because I'm a big Pokemon fan. I'm keen to see what this new thing's all about. I downloaded it and I you know chose my starter and you know whatever. Then I like you choose, dude. You choose. Um. Charmander, I assume. I actually yeah, can't remember. Yeah. I assume I, I chose Charmander. Know. I did. <laughs> <laughs> but just like how everyone else in like my friend group and my soccer club and um, not school, I wasn't at school at the time, but just like people that I would expect never to touch Pokemon, Nintendo, etc., were all playing it. Like I don't know. I didn't know anyone that wasn't playing it except for like yeah. maybe my parents who didn't have like, you know, a capable smartphone or whatever. But just everyone was playing it. But Sort of, I'm in I'm in rural South Australia, and yes. my my town just it was not fun to play the game. There was just not enough. <laughs> no one else plays it. Yeah, yeah. The, the, well, not many people played it, and there weren't any poker stops or anything. So yeah. it was like whatever. And it wasn't until I went to Melbourne, probably what I've been twenty. Is that two years ago. Yeah, it's two years ago. I was in Melbourne, and Bryce and You're I. Pax. You're at Pax, I reckon. I saw you there. Yeah. So we said, oh, you know what? You know, we're in Melbourne, so. We got our phones out. And we started playing Pokemon Go, spinning some stops, and it sort of like planted the seed. And when I got home, I you know kept on playing it, kept on playing it, and found a bit of commu- a bit of a community, and yeah, just really ended up falling in love with it. And now it's um you know it's somewhat of an addiction. <laughs> Wake up and you know you like got to get got to get my um chains like for catching, going through poker yeah. stops, um and I just I what I really like about it too is just like the constant. Uh, rotation of events. There's always something happening, and that's something yeah. we don't have in the uh, just the RPG games. You know, you no, play right. through them, and you know, a lot of the time there's not too much afterwards. Uh, but now with the DLC, obviously that's a little bit different. We had two hits of big content drops, but now we're on a sort of yeah. a, a lull again. But at Pokemon Go at the moment, at the time of recording, you know, we've got uh, a celebration event each week for all the different regions leading up to Kanto, which is a, a ticketed event. But I think, um, I think. Most of the time, the ticket prices are, you know, worth the price of admission, except for some in the past where it's been like... there's Mr. Mime. Yeah, there's like Mr. Rhyme event. It's like, you know, you got Mr. Rhyme. Rhyme. No. Yeah, you got a Mr. Rhyme and you got a like a sort of a pose for your character and that was like 12 bucks. I'm like, absolutely not. But no, thank I, you. <laughs> but a lot of the time, it's it works out to be a lot of fun and there's always a community around, you know, raiding in that. And no, I've just been really enjoying it. And I think... um. There's actually a fair bit from Pokemon Go and what Niantic's done that I would like to see implemented into the main series. Just like stuff always happening, and with Sword and Shield, we sort of saw that saw that happening with the uh, Gigantamax forms rotating. But you know that only lasts so long. With the rotations have gone through, and the, the hardcore players have already you know, sat down and caught them all. And uh, apart from like, oh, this uh, Magikarp, for example, has got a boosted shiny rate and uh, raid dens or. We're introducing Mewtwo and the drops from that are really good. Um, you know, there hasn't been all that much in the last year or so as far as that yeah. type of content goes. But, yeah, I, I'm, re- I'm really enjoying Pokemon Go and it sounds like you never sort of got off the, the hype train there. You've been walking around, burning yeah, calories, well, throwing balls. It doesn't, really, it doesn't show now, but I used to walk a lot. <laughs> Don't walk much now, but, yeah. Um, I, can, I, 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 I can only see yeah. you in the webcam. 
But I, I, I assume I can. All I, we need to see. I can assume your your legs are just ripped underneath. That, yeah, that we'll go with there. that. Yeah, let's get. Yeah, yeah, ripped. Yeah, yeah, big. Yeah, oh yeah. Ripped, oh yeah, yeah. they're tree trunk legs. Yeah, every day is leg day. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, one thing I would say about Pokemon Go, you sort of touched on it there, but I feel like the idea of Dynamax raids was brought from the Pokemon Go raids, like. Yeah, because you're playing with other people to defeat one boss, hmm. and then you catch it after. I feel like that was the that was sort of like an, apparently an apparently when um apparently they developed at the same time, like with yep. an interview with Amori back uh, when Sword and Shield were coming out. That was uh, people asking that question because there's obviously like huge similarities between them because they're yep. you look at them on different same. screens, you're like, yeah, there's a big Pokemon, there's a big Pokemon, and uh, according to them, they'll develop simultaneously, but. It's a little bit hard to believe, I guess, because Pokemon Go came out 2016, yep. and that that is the same year Sun and Moon came out. So it's like, obviously, these games are in pre-production years before they come out. But yeah, it's just, I guess, it's an interesting fact. We've, we've got to believe him, I guess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Take his yeah. word for it. Have, have you got the level 40 yet? Um, so I have not. I am on. Oh. The, I'm on the road. I'm almost. I'm almost about the crack level 39. So oh, I'm, okay. I'm getting there. So. By the end of the month, I should be on the road to level forty. Get that last five million XP, and that's the thing. Need to level fifty. Yeah, see, that's the thing. I'm actually kind of annoyed that they introduced level fifty because I'm like, I'm not. Because the it's a serious grind. Pokemon Go is a massive grind for that XP. So it's not that straightforward. It's yeah, yeah. So what what level are you? Are you trying to aim for level fifty, or are you just like level forty? That's fine. Level forty is fine for now. <laughs> yeah. Um, I gotta like I'm up to because like to get to level forty one, you have to do three tasks. Yeah. And one of them is um, you got to battle thirty raids. So I'm I've only done like three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But so the problem is also another thing is too is I'm living in a new estate, and so when I moved here, there was nothing on my Pokemon Go map. Uh. So I had to wait till the parks were built. And then what I did was I um, you can nominate Pokestops when you reach level forty. Yeah. So I nominate Pokestops. And I remember uh, the first batch, there was two of them were approved, which was great. And I remember a couple of days later, another three were approved. And then I remember waking up the next morning, I'm like, oh, two of them are now gyms. Oh, Perfect. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> the only problem was there were no spawns there. So I'm kind of like, ah, oh, well, this kind of sucks. I mean, there's stops there. But um, as I found out, you had to activate them commonly every day so that they would eventually be like, oh, someone's playing there. We should give them spawns. Okay. Yep. There you go. And then it's gotten to a point now that I'm actually now getting house spawns. So I'm like, I don't have to leave my house anymore. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm starting to get like a decent amount of house spawns as well. And yeah. is that just true? Just like, all right, there's someone playing there a fair bit. So I we're think gonna, that's what it is. Is that what that is? Because um, one of my favorite YouTubers I watch, Pro, uh, Pro Planty, which I think you may or may know him. He's in Adelaide and he he oh, had a thing, same thing. He had Pokemon randomly out of nowhere spawn in his place. So, yeah, they must have realized, oh, okay, someone's playing in this area. Let's give us a few house spawns. And, yeah, it's been really good. So thank you, Niantic, for acknowledging that we are out here in the middle of nowhere. Well, not really, but, um, yeah, you give us house spawns. It's great. Yeah. It's been like... Over 2020, obviously, with the pandemic and sort of the changes they made, so it is a lot more friendly to staying at home and doing remote, remote raids. are a blessing. Oh, yes. they are, aren't they? They're just... Yes. Because, like, ha- like, the idea of, like, all right, 7 o'clock, I don't, I don't want to get in my car and drive up the street to sit there and tap my phone. Like, you know, it's good in premise if you've got, like, a group of people. Oh, let's go out. Yeah, but most of the time it's like, all right, you know, I, I want to go and get the crowd on. 
uh, but I don't want to get in my car and go up the street and explain mm-hmm. to my partner, hey, I'm going to be a little it's – it's an awkward time to go out. I know we're about to have tea, but <laughs> I really want the shiny grout on. Then, you know. I don't – look, I know it's really time to go to bed, but I must go get this flag on. <laughs> and you get back. He's like, did you get the shiny grout on? And it's like, no, no I didn't. I'm sorry. And she looks at you with just disappointment. What are you doing? It's like, <laughs> Drew, you're a Pokemon master. You can't even find a shiny legendary Pokemon. You were nothing to me. But now Absolutely remote raids, perfect. you can do it at home. You don't have to yeah. worry about that. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Um, there's even, like, the thing is with Pokemon Go, there's so much stuff being built around it. Like, people have created Silph Road, which is the um, people, like, put their data into it, and people find, like, okay, yeah, there's Pokemon spawning here. There's nests there. There's communities here. There's communities there. It's being amazing how much it's been able to people have been create communities and stuff like that and like yeah it's it's been like i think what pokemon go what nogic wanted to do was create communities and make everyone play along with each other and it's really been good for them like it's really worked like i mean for me my next door neighbor right plays pokemon go as well okay so cool, yeah. every now and then i'll see and i'm like oh you got any shinies lately and I'm like yeah or no and we talk about what we caught recently and yeah it's cool it's really good yeah um with the sort of people you interact with and, you know, do raid raiding with and that, do you sort of like, you know, get out and talk to them or is it just like, all right, I'm going to stay in my car and... <laughs> yes and no. Uh, the, the, the latter definitely has happened late recently. Um, yeah. Well, like, I, I used to be yeah. in, used to be on a Facebook group and people were like, oh, we'll meet you at this time at this place. I'm like, okay. I didn't know anyone. So I just, I worked, I drove there, parked my car, played it, did it and <laughs> went off. Yeah. I feel, like, I feel like that. And this... This is an excuse because of the pandemic. This was before the pandemic. Like, like we've got like a Facebook uh, group chat. It's like, all right, let's go to, you know, this place where the gym is and we'll we'll do a raid. All right, see you there. We'll park there, stay in the car. And when I was sort of more new to it, I was like, you know what? This is a great time to meet fellow Pokemon fans and interact and like actually make yeah. some friends because that's the magic of this game. It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> but it, it turned out it's like a lot of people that, you know, are very antisocial. They don't want to talk yeah. to you. They've got like the basic. They got like their group of like four people. They don't want to talk to you. Um, it's like all right, so yeah, they're not really gamers. They're just you know. <laughs> yeah, and and that's the thing too. I, I uh, a lot of the people I was talking to, I don't know if they were you know necessarily into like the anime, the trading cards, the the, the video games. They just they play Pokemon Go and that's their thing. And through through that, you know, they've got a completely different audience. Which is, it. it's a bit mind-boggling to me because, you know, I'm such a, I guess, a super fan and I'm, I'm some, somewhat obsessed with the the thing where it's just like, you know, I'm sending my shiny, uh, I'm sending my shiny to Pokemon home, putting them to the sword and shield. I'm like, are you doing that? Uh, <laughs> uh, yes and no. I'm sending some, but not all of them. Because um, I feel like some shinies can be valued more in Go than yeah. home or sword shield because you can actually still use them in, sword, in Go. Um, but yeah, like... I feel like now that, because you know how we have the community days in Pokemon Go, I feel like some shinies are being devalued a bit because, like, they're so common now. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, at the same time, though, it's what it's to help attract more players to keep playing, like, to keep them going because, like, oh, the shiny, this is available now. Like, mm. for recently, for example, recently they did um, Shiny Machop. Yep. And I didn't bother because I'm mm-hmm. like, I've already got Shiny Machamp uh, from ages ago from yeah. when it was first I, I, I smashed Machop hard. I got 39, yeah, you t- 39 yeah, of them. No. no, sorry, not 39, 29. I got 29. Oh, tw- oh, I was going to say 39. I didn't, I remember reading it. I was like, it wasn't that many. I no, know it was no. a lot, but it wasn't. Yeah, no, 29, <laughs> yeah. sorry, yeah. But yeah. I got too many 
I got too many Polygon. Polygon was like, sorry, Polygon. I got too many of them. Yeah, see, I, I, like, I, I, I smashed too many of them. I smashed there because, like I said before, I love shiny Polygon. So I'm yeah. like, yes, there's a lot. Them all. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I was gonna say, I was gonna say something. Um, yeah, uh, like the community days. Like, yes, they do devalue like shinies. Obviously. Shiny Machop to me is now it's just like, well, I've got plenty of them. I don't have to worry about yeah. it. And so do plenty of other people to trade and that and whatever. But at the same time, you've got to be pretty switched on to like actually catch the community days most of the time. So like a lot of people yeah. who are just playing Sword and Shield aren't necessarily like paying attention to the community days and going out and really trying to get them. So, you know, yeah. to, to maybe like the hardcore Go players, it definitely would. Like Shiny Machop now isn't as exciting as getting a Shiny Galarian Zigzagoon, for example. Yeah, but yeah, I still I still think there is value to them, and you know it, it's just fun. It's just really fun. Like yes, shiny shiny galore. It's just really nice. I feel like Niantic should um, focus now on like for shiny community days coming up. I feel like they should focus on Pokemon that you can't get in Sword Shield at the moment because the Shoma Chop. That's a one another reason why I couldn't be bothered going for it because like I've already got it in Go. I've already got it. You can get it in Let's Go. You can also get it in Sword Shield. So what's the point of getting it in Go? Because I've already you know mm. yeah. So I feel like um, a lot of the start, new starters we've got too, like there'll be community days for them eventually, which would be worth doing because you can't get them in Sword Shield at the moment. So, yeah, um, like when when shiny Fennekin or shiny um, the Gen Six starters come around, I'll be I'll be onto them. But yeah. yeah, for now, I'm not really interested unless they bring out like I don't know what's one that hasn't been done yet that I'll be interested in. Uh, something shiny bug, I don't know, but. Yeah, um, shiny cricket tots available. I know that. Mm. So, I got a shiny Nincarta the other day randomly in the morning. I thought that was nice. cool. Nice gold color. Yeah, it is. And then, but then the shinies nin, ninja and and ninjas are a bit of a letdown. Yeah. How does it How does it work in Go getting a Shedinja, By the way, does it just appear? Same. It just just, just appears. Yeah. Cool. It just yeah. So you so like it's kind of funny because like remember in in the mainland games you have to have a space available. Mm. To evolve it and then you'll get it. Um, but yeah, you just evolve it and you'll just get a Shedinja. Just go there. And it was kind of funny because they made it. They, they made it a task reward as well that you get a Shedinja straight up. Yeah, because so. I, I thought like before I caught this uh, Shedinja, not Shedinja, sorry, the Ninkata. I actually didn't have a Ninkata, but I had a Shedinja through the research task. Oh yeah. So I'm like, huh, that's it's weird. Next entrance. <laughs> yeah, I just thought that was a bit weird. I'm like, how did I have this without actually <laughs> having like the pre-evolution? So I've got yeah. it skin, but I never actually got the bug. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> actually, yeah, that's one of my longest hunts too, actually, on, on Sword Shield. That was like 1,600 eggs for Ninjask. But it was kind of worth it because when you evolve it to – oh, sorry, Shed, uh, Ninkata. Because when you evolve it to Ninjask and Shedinji, you essentially get two shinies from one. So Yeah, that's a good deal. Worked out. Yeah, two for one. It's like going to McDonald's and they put in extra chips. You're like, oh, fuck yeah, boys. <laughs> Who, who's hungry? Extra, Got some more. Extra chicken nugget. <laughs> Got some extra potato. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, you get up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so before we wrap it up, is there anything else you'd like to talk about or share? Um, nothing really. I really hope for Gen 4 remakes. Pokemon Sun looks good. Um, not going to get it, though, unless you can see shinies in it. Yeah, so actually someone brought that up the other day. I'm like, now wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> If they did introduce shiny, you can take a photo of it. You take you a, photo, a of photo, photo of it. Yeah. Just think about how much more replayability that game would have. You're like, mm. all right, so like, there's this Paris in this one section, and I'm looking for a shiny one. So you get go past it, not shiny. Go past it. Ah, not shiny. Go past it. Ah, not shiny. Four hundred times. Be hard to, 
Oh, it's, it's blue. Oh, fuck, that's cool. It's going to be hard to find a shiny blissy then because, like, uh, <laughs> which one's slowly pale and the others, which one is it? <laughs> it's like, I think that's, is that is that the rage weight tracing on Nintendo Switch or is that a shiny? <laughs> Can't <RTX>. quite see. <laughs> oh, RTX on Pokemon Snap would be funny. It could probably be a thing, but who knows? <laughs> it probably be absolutely stunning. You could imagine yeah. that, couldn't you? Yeah. Okay. Um, anything else to say? Uh, follow me on twitch.tv for such wacko jacko. The O on the end is actually the number zero and an underscore. Um, similar to my Twitter, I guess. Follow me there. Um, but yeah, if also actually, uh, for those who are listening still, <laughs> you want to be in the draw for a shiny scyther? Okay, so quickly, I, I'm trying to hatch a shiny male scyther, but I hatch three female shinies instead. So if anyone wants a shiny scyther, hit me up. Done. That's, Easy. Yeah. Yeah, if anyone wants to show you Scyther, hit me up and uh, I can give you one. You know what? I should just not post this episode and I should just I should just claim it right now. <laughs> They're all mine. I don't have a shiny Scyther. Maybe I should try and claim one. You know? Well, if you want one, you can have it because I've got three of them and I don't need three of them. Look at this guy. Look at this shiny giver out here. Isn't he a nice man? Definitely uh, worth That's the problem. Like, that's the problem because uh, with one of the phases, i got a double. So, like, who wants one of them as well? You know? They're walking out the door. Fire hot sale. You know? <laughs> Yeah, especially Scizor. Scizor is a nice shiny. Just being like, oh, green. so good and green. <laughs> it's kind of amazing though, because like shiny Scythe, it's like, oh, it's just got red limbs. But then when it evolves, like, oh, green. Yeah, it kind of makes sense. But yeah, it's very nice. Yeah. Anyway, guys, so if you want someone to follow on Twitter to make you feel bad about not having shiny luck yourself, <laughs> it's Wacko Jacko <laughs> underscore. Look, I'm sorry, right? It's, just, it's my choice. It's what I've decided to do. If you feel sorry, if bad, I'm sorry. But yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> a few of my friends, like, say in Pokemon Go, sometimes I just have great luck. And so, you know, I posted like four shinies for the week or five shinies, mm. whatever it is. But I'm like, you know, you should follow Wacko Jacko. Um, you should see the amount of stuff. Because I'm just like, all right, so this hunt was like over a thousand. Then depends. Oh, here's another video. Oh, you know, this was another hunt over a thousand. <laughs> and this one's 500. Oh, that's a, that's a nice. Oh, <laughs> man. It's not that easy. It looks easy, but it's not. I've lost so many years of my life. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say one thing. On my Pokemon Trainer card thing in Pokemon Sword Shield, it says I've got 246 shiny Pokemon, I think. So, yeah, I've got a, I've got a, I've, yeah, I've got a few. Got a couple. Got a couple. <laughs> That's my word. I've just got a few, you know, here, there. You've got uh, a fourth of all the Pokemon in Shiny. Oh, yeah, true, eh? Living Dex might not be too bad after all. No, I'll be here forever. You will be. No, thank you. Pheromos or Regieleki, anything to go by. No, thanks. Yeah. Nah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you very much for listening. Wacko Jacko, thank you very much for coming on. Really appreciate it, man. This has been great. No, thank you for inviting me. Like, I was totally honored and flattered that you invited me. I'm like, oh, I want to be on the show. And yeah, <laughs> I was so excited. <laughs> All right. So the doors to the House of Mario are closed. Catch you later.